push and pull, yin and yang, give and take. However you choose to express it philosophically, the idea that opposites make the world go round is nothing new. But which matters most? Left brain or right? Creativity or logic? Mad scientist or titan of the industry? Inspiration or perspiration? Truth is, if you really want to make a dent in the world, it takes both to tango. And the sound of one hand clapping, well, isn't very loud. An idea without execution is just a daydream. And a plan without a strong idea at its heart doesn't have a pulse. Growth takes root in the difference, and longevity lives in the balance. Maybe that's why these things seem to call to each other. After all, opposites do attract. Welcome to the podcast that's raising the bar on craft cocktails. Yes, this is the Designated Drinker Show, and I am Louise Sullis, your chaperone on this journey into boozy banter. <laughs> and fortunately with me is Gina, a master of all things liquid. <laughs> You're and laughing, you can't even start. <laughs> I know, I try to make them as cornball as possible. <laughs> Pretty amazing, honestly. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I love it. Let's keep going. Uh, so, yeah, let's try to get the show on the road. Um, so, um, Gina, many of us have a basic, basic understanding of yin and yang, right? We kind of understand two halves of one whole, um, like without one, the other is off balance. So, that kind of brings me to today's designated drinkers. Yes, it is drinkers. Um, they're this great twosome. And that kind of brings my to mind um, like Abbott Costello, Lucy and Desi. I am dating myself here. Maybe some Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin, Luke hey, and throw, Bo Duke. I throw some Backstreet Boys in there so the listeners understand what you're talking about. I don't know. I don't know any new ones. So anyway, let's talk about the two Does that Kanye we do know. Does Kanye have any friends? I don't know. Oh, does he? I don't, I don't know. know. Kim? Well, don't the know. Kim, they just keep giving having children. Yeah. The Wests. Interesting. Yes. So let's get to, to the show. We're, we're just rambling now. Um, so let's introduce today's designated drinkers, Mick Nardelli and Naheem Simon to the show. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having us. Great. Thank, Thank you. you. I yeah. would have said coming. Pinky in the Brain in this scenario. Uh, oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Pinky in the Brain. I don't know who's who. I don't know. It seems, <laughs> it, it seems like we got lots of explaining to do. Yeah. <laughs> you do. You do. Not point. <laughs> And so everyone understands if you hear any odd noises or whatnot in the background. Um, today we are being hosted by New District Brewing Company. Um, so uh, they're back there brewing beer and making noise, but we love being a part of it. We enjoy being at their bar and we're really grateful for them letting us have their space. Yeah, you should smell it. It's amazing. The hops. <laughs> the hops gotcha. So um, you guys have a really great story that I would really love for you to share with the listeners. Um, and it's kind of how you've grown this business. You have this great business, and we want to di deep dive into But also talk about the journey and how you got there and staying flexible and open to the journey. I mean, that in itself is a really inspiring story. And the name story. of the business. Yeah, I'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing like staying liquid, huh? Um, so Mick and I met over our passion for beer. Uh, I've been working in the beer industry for about 15 years. Mick has been uh, protecting it, <laughs> lobbying and <laughs> championing the good fight with craft breweries. And there had just been time and time again when he and I had crossed paths at different events across the city. 
And every single time that we would find ourselves with that one glass with multiple beers to taste, you taste that one heavy beer. Yeah. And guess what? Everything else is ruined. It doesn't matter how hard you try. You can try to rinse it out with water, with tears. It doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Unicorn tears. Unicorn tears. (laughs) If only they had those. We'll come up with that. Yeah, maybe that's the next. next, Maybe it's staying open. Never know where this is going to take you. 2019. (laughs) 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 Rainbow shootout. Out of the horn. Let's do the horn. Okay. Yeah, and so we we got together when we were at one of the festivals and got really frustrated because we saw a woman right in front of us go from a really heavy beer to a Pilsner, and she had gone on Untapped, which is an app for beer drinkers who get to log in with craft beers they've tried, and basically her comment was about the Pilsner, that it tasted like peanut butter stout. Yeah. And I remember looking at Nehemiah, I said, of course it tastes like peanut butter stout. She just had the residue in her glass. Yeah. And he in his wild genius that he is, came up with this idea of there should be a portable glass rinser. And I kind of dismissed it like, yeah, there should be. And we kept drinking beer and we, you know, walked away. And three months later, he called me up. He said, I think I'm working on something. I said, great. He says, I'm going to show it off at Brewers Ball tonight, which is an event in D.C. that raises money for a a charity. And so we went to Brewers Ball. And of course, right at Naheem's table is this amazing contraption that everyone has gathered. The entire place is gathered around one table. Out of 75 tables, everyone is at one. The show. Seriously, stealing the show awesome. from the charity too, for the record. <laughs> and he's sitting there, yes, he's rinsing glass. You got a head shake on that one. I, I, I like to think that we we shared the enhanced. spotlight. You enhanced the charity. You enhanced the charity. Really, people gave more because of <laughs> of the shiny. Gonna, Shiny penny. Say, oh, I was going to say brilliance, but you know. <laughs> so modest. So I mean, modest. You know. <laughs> but it, it's funny because I walked over and I saw what he had and I watched all these people coming up and rinsing the glass and just being fascinated by it. And I remember looking right at him and I said, put that fucking thing under the table. I said, you are going to, I'm going to take that from you or someone's going to take it from you, reverse engineer it, patent it, design it for, for marketing and take it to market and make a million dollars and you're going to have shit except a good idea and you're going to have a great story how you once was. Right. Yeah. And so, of course, you know... He'll be the slanket of Snuggy Blankets. That's, yeah. No, that's right. Slanky was a bad name, came first, and Snuggy came later. It's cheaper quality, billion-dollar business. And it's they, just they a sham- robe that's on backwards. <laughs> that's right. Shamwow. Yeah. That is true. And it would have been Simon Wow, but they got it first. So Brewer's Ball was, I believe, a Saturday night or a Friday night, and that Sunday we got together over at Naheem's place, and he showed me the inner workings of it, and he showed me a couple on their prototypes that he had been working on. And they're all built with things that he got, you know, locally or stuff that he had at Jack Rose or at his house, all of which it, it created a perfect product, except it didn't create it in the perfect way for marketing. Sure. And so part of what we talked about when, when he approached me to create this company with him um, was, you know, bringing my expertise in the business side of it. To, you know, I'm a lobbyist for the craft beer industry. I have some other <clears throat> ventures of my own. Um, but this I was excited about. And I do think there's a lot to be said about working with friends. You know, there's something to be said about, and everybody taught you growing it's up. It's all right. Well, but keep Gina. But you can yeah, know. right? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like fascinated with the story. I'm staring at Mick. <laughs> well, what's fascinating about that, though, Hold is, on, let is me gaze. <laughs> when we were growing up, um, you know, you were always taught, don't do business with your friends because yeah. it could end friendship. 
that's an old generation mentality, in my opinion. The new generation mentality is I only want to work with friends because I trust friends. You only want to work with people you like. Yeah, I mean, why do you want to get up and do something every day with people you can't stand? Exactly. I mean, Naheem and I go to work Life's on liquid integrity short. every day because we're trying to make each other profitable. We're trying to make our investors profitable, but we're also passionate for the product. Sure. You know, Gina's got you know one of the best businesses in Washington D.C. And, and beyond because she's passionate about the product. She's the foremost expert and authority in what she does, and that's what we aspire Absolutely. to be. You know, which is one of the things that we talk about a lot. Um, but anyway, so we created this company and then <clears throat> Naheem kept working and kept perfecting, kept perfecting. We eventually got a little design team to help work us to, to work with us. And uh, the product that, um, you know, we now have to market is called the Instarence by Liquid Integrity. It's a portable glass rinser. Uh, Naheem can talk a little bit ab- about it. But what really did it for us was this ability to harness 15 years worth of friendship and then 15 years with a passion in the same industry. An experience. Yeah. I mean, yeah. all those, all that, that your your journey through your industry and your profession got you to the point that you saw a problem and yeah. came up with a solution. Well, and it, it's, it's so indicative, I think, of where the industry is going now, where the consumer is a lot more educated. There's an extreme growth in not only uh, the beer business, but also the spirits industry, uh, the wine industry. And people want to understand what they're tasting. And I had the opportunity at Jack Rose to have a complete carte blanche. They just said, whatever you need to do, do it. I rebuilt the whole system myself to make sure that we were always properly representing that brand, that that craft. And for it not to translate to uh, a beer festival where a lot of people, you know, pay good money, go get the one glass go around and they want to taste different beers that they can then go to an off-premise location. Yeah. And, and, up, and you know, That's the whole point of it, all. right? So that you, you, you're right. You do all that preparation and it just falls short at this, at the very last point. I mean, all that, all the prep behind the distillers or the brewers or the mixologists, when they, you're right, all that passion and experience and love go into this product. And then just for it to be lost because somebody had Porter yeah, or we, something, a residue of something else. And, and then else. they'll have the rinsing stations, which is maybe um, a cooler, an igloo cooler, or if you're really unlucky, then just a dump a bucket and, and a hose. <laughs> and and no, invariably, they never get refilled. And <clears throat> so throughout the, the course of the festival, the they're usually yeah. the last thing that anybody thinks about. Uh, you know, if you're hosting the festival, if you're the, if you're the host of the festival, it's really not the thing. You think about the food, you think about ice, you think about, you know. The porta-potties. Porta-potties, <laughs> which you don't usually think about is go filling the water station up. Yeah. And, you know, we call the company Liquid Integrity because it's exactly what we're about, protecting the integrity of the liquid that's being consumed. You know, Gina's all things liquid, and we're all things integrity about the liquid. And that's kind of the way that we've approached everything we've done. In fact, you know, when we were talking about um, figuring out how to finance this, Naheem's expertise in building and designing the most cutting-edge draft systems basically in the country um, became paramount because what we ended up doing was selling that as a service in sure. order to fund the development of the instruments. That's awesome. And so Naheem put a team together with he and a couple other folks would go in, build these systems, design these systems, build these systems, take them from start to finish. We'd get a check out of it and we put that right into the reinvestment. You know, it's kind of a classic small American business, right? We're reinvesting every cent of profit that yep. we have in order to get to the next level because we're not in this for a six month or a two quarter or three quarter, four quarter period. We're in this for a 20 year period to see if we can actually revolutionize the way people consume off-premise. Off That's whether that be a festival or whether that be <clears throat> we have multiple beer gardens that are outdoors now. Yeah. And when you have that, you have the problem of cross-contamination all the time. So, you know, we, we've sold this product to 
a variety of industries, <coughs> wine and spirits and beer being for, first and foremost. Uh, but, you know, even Gina came up with something that Nahima and I never thought of, which was to use it as a spritzing device for cocktails. What do you do with that, Gina? Well, do you guys want to have a cocktail while we're talking about it and we can, like, actually yeah, use this thing? Absolutely. Right, let's do right. it. So here's, 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 what I, um, here's what I do, right? With this. So it's, it's, a, it's a rinser. Now, I have a bar, and one thing is when we make cocktails, we waste a lot of liquor when you are spritzing a glass. So whether you're using an Amaro or Absinthe, uh, what we're going to use today, you take it, you rinse it, and you throw it out, right? So basically, somebody would say, you, you put the liquid inside the glass, shake it, swirl it around, and then you dump it. Right. So now what we do is this, right? We take, so we're gonna, so we're gonna make a Sazerac today. We're gonna make an actual, an apple honey Sazerac, which is delish, fun, right? But it's a good way to show how this works. So we keep our, our absinthe that we're gonna use on the rinser or Campari and everything cold. Cause you wanna make sure when you're, when you rinse a glass or you coat a glass, the glass has to be cold and the product has to be cold, okay? So now Naheem. <laughs> Very well. This is my supply line. Now, Naeem, you're gonna, so he's putting it inside. Um, I'm going to put it right here so she can show you. So he's putting it inside here, right? And then make sure I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm telling everybody correctly. Mm-hmm. So it'll come in. I will rinse it. And then this is the waste part. Now, what you can do with this is you can put it in a cup. And if you have a big enough bottle, you could just... Oh, it basic. recycles back into the bottle. Right, like that. Okay. Awesome. So now, I know you guys, I don't know if, you, this is like a flex cord, it, it, not flex cord, what do you call it? Uh, Neoprene? I don't know. It, it's Elton James tubing, which is... Um, very nerdy word for something very, uh, very squishy. Very flexible. Th- yeah. Very squishy. Hold on. And also... Technical woman terms. Squishy. Yes, squishy. <laughs> so here's what I'm going to do, because I know the listeners on the podcast have no idea what we're talking about. I'm going to photograph this in the end, and then you can go to designateddrinker.show, nice. and we'll show you how this works, because is it before on? you keep going... You're, the mm-hmm. truth is, I could buy one of these for my house, oh, right? Oh, absolutely. Man? Yeah, I mean, this is for home use as much for uh, industry use. And here's what's even cooler about it, Renny. When you put this out, like, say, on a Saturday at a very busy bar, 100% someone's going to say, what are you doing with this? And then we just make the drinks, and then awesome. we just sell them. So it's a selling point. So... I don't know. I think it's pretty awesome. All right. Anyway, so what we have now is um, some chilled rocks glasses, and we're going to dump out the ice, and they've been sitting, ice has just been sitting in there, and we are going to make a Sazerac. So in this uh, Sazerac, Sazerac's classic New Orleans drink, really delicious, one of my favorite things. This is um, 101 proof rye for two ounces. And then we have a quarter ounce of apple honey um, simple syrup. And then we have four dashes of Peychaud's bitters. Now, it is not a Sazerac unless you put Peychaud's bitters in. I've so, learned that from you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I've but been now, schooled. The re- but, this is, but now what we haven't had is you watching how this works, right? Absolutely. So my glasses are nice and cold. I'm going to ask Naheem to do it with me. Sure. I'm and actually going to move the bottle down. Okay. Just so we get that nice gravity drain. Yeah, go ahead. Here so it comes. It coming up. Whoop. And just spritzes out the glass. Oh, that's amazing. And the best thing about the actual rinser tray is that Perfect. it's also completely antimicrobial. So if somebody comes up, they've got cooties, yep. they want to rinse out their glass, and the next person comes up, they're not going to catch those cooties. 
That's awesome. Yeah, that we, was actually one of, I was like. We would have had this to market six months before we did if we didn't have to worry about that. Um, we did a test bed Beautiful. case, you know, much like most small businesses when they're bringing a, a, a product, their first product to market. We did some focus groups and we asked some of our geek beer geek friends to come with us. And to a man, every single person said, what about the cross contamination of yep. bacteria and virus? And so we went back to the drawing board and awesome. ended up finding a way to inject the entire plastic molding of the product with a antimicrobial agent that has a half-life of 100 years. Wow. This is something better than the coating because a lot of our friends in the industry aren't going to recode every single month. Sure. And after a month, if they don't, the next thing you know, it could be problematic. So we spent an additional six months and frankly, a lot of money to try to figure out how to do it. And we're very pleased with the way it came out. Great. To be able to market something as 99.99% antimicrobial because the FDA never let you say 100% of anything. Uh, we're, we're, we're pretty confident that people understand what we're talking about. Awesome. And then it's also going back to the idea of knowing what the customer wants and knowing the demographic. A lot of people gave us their um, their advice because originally we were thinking, all right, stainless steel, that's what everybody's using for yeah. hygiene. Yep. Easy to clean, but Thank you. if You're somebody's welcome. rinsing out their glass, the cooties would stay on a metal plate. So we took that into account and we made all the modifications. I mean, it's, it's important to listen to your customers. I love the geek friends. uses cooties because that's the word right. I would use. <laughs> It's a technical term. All right. Let's so, geek out on Gina's drink. No, what do we got, Gina? So, again, so it's a Sazerac, and it's done with apple honey, and it's a little... And, Salute. And then it has the apps on the outside, but what... So what Nahim invented, and I'm, I, I'm sure he doesn't even realize how good it is for my, my industry, is that oh, he coats the glass just the same way like a wine glass. Like if you have a really uh, tannic wine or something, and like, nice you see legs. the legs, and you're like, oh, these are sexy legs. Well, he created sexy legs for my absinthe and Campari bitter so, Amarone... Let me see what else I'm going to Sexy legs, Simon, then? He is. He is. He is sexy legs. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. Sexy legs, Simon. I have, to, I have to forfeit my mantle as draft whisperer and take on sexy legs. Honestly, yeah. I wish I had a see? mic to drop right now because I could end the whole situation. <laughs> Don't drop our mics. Don't drop our Don't mics. Don't drop the mics. Uh, but, you know, I do, I do think there's something worth mentioning, too, and I imagine the listeners already picked up on it. But interestingly enough, we started this product for beer geeks. And it has expanded in a way that we never foresaw. Yeah. We never foresaw this use that Gina just put it to use. We never foresaw the spirits need until we started talking to spirits experts. We never foresaw the need for wine. But I think we, that's where I applaud you guys for staying open and realizing that you didn't know. You do, How do you know what you don't know? Well, that's it, right? That's I mean, great. not everybody's a Socrates, right? But, you know, like we, we, we ended up with this idea. <laughs> we sold these to vineyards because I had somebody at a, a winery in a vineyard in, in Virginia say, we go through six glasses per person per, per tour. Yeah. Now I only need one. Great. It's saving me so much time on labor and people breaking glasses. The uh, you know opportunity to break a glass when you have six times X yeah. is significantly better than one times X. Yeah. So now all of a sudden they have a couple instances around and you take your one glass and you get your six samples in one glass. Nice. Very cool product. We never we never foresaw that. So um, I want you to tell the listeners what you think about this drink. Oh uh, well, I mean, I mean, we all know it's amazing. It uh, always I'm, is. But I'm swimming in joy. This is, this is what those unicorn tears taste like. <laughs> <laughs> I really like how this, um, I like the, the finish on this. It's um, like velvety. That's the like honey it. in it. It's not, and, and it's a local honey, which is, uh, I use way too expensive, but delicious honey. And she is, has her own apiary. And um, she's actually in Arlington, Virginia. So it's like. Just well, honey, little, I like your drink. That's just a little one. Oh, it's so cute. Um, can I just say one last thing about this? And I one thing that I love the most is that environmentally this is so much better for glass washing situations water conservation and the fact that when you go to an event 
you're not putting like six or seven plastic cups yeah. into the ground. Yep. So like I commend you just on that note alone because I go to I, so many events, you know, and yeah. you go and you watch and you see that the event, the event coordinator is like, I'm going to pick this glass. Well, that glass is going to be in the earth for the next 99 years. Yeah. yeah. So, yep. Again, a, Additional a, a, a tertiary benefit that has become paramount for yep. us, right? We hadn't really thought of the, the use for plasticware. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, people started using them for that exact reason that Gina just mentioned. And him and I literally sit back, you know, with a beer in our hand sometimes, just go, how did no, How didn't we think of that? Yep. You know, like, like we're, we're supposed to be these entrepreneurs who come up with something so cool, and we didn't think of 90% of the use cases that people have come up with. So one of the things that we like doing is putting this out into the marketplace and letting people experiment with their own things. We've had people send us pictures of them, how they fixed it into their bar, yeah. how they put nice. it on their porch and fixed it into their grill. One guy sent he's on his grill so that he can, <laughs> awesome. right, so he can rinse glasses <laughs> while he's grilling. I mean, it's literally like into the grill. And, and you know, we just sit there and, and shake our head and go, yeah, this is going to be pretty cool when That's more awesome. and more people get this. So check Absolutely. it out at integrity.com it's pretty cool yep so on that note I also want to um, do a little housekeeping if you've missed anything that um, Gina um, shared with you on how to make this craft cocktail this amazing craft cocktail um, just head over to designateddrinker.show that's designateddrinker.show and there you'll also we'll also have links to liquid uh, integrity integrity so when if people are interested and want to learn more it's an easy shot right out of our website thank you it's been a real pleasure to be here great yeah this has been great thank you great so on that Love note it. thank you thing I have to do at the end of each one of these everyone hates me for it but I got to do it. And it's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you have to get the hell out of here. <laughs> or we're going to do shots of absinthe out of the cord. <laughs> There's no cameras. <laughs> <laughs>